You got good tunes, good food on the way. My mom and I would be excited about the Santas coming over. This yeah. is Christmas, yeah. bro. The the what? The Santas that come over on, on Christmas morning to cheer my mom up. The, the Santas, plural? What, what, what yeah. the hell are you talking about? Oh, dude, this was like the, the best tradition ever, man. Better watch out. You better not Every Christmas morning, I would run to the door and I'd open it and I'd find the first Santa Claus. Now, the Santa Claus would come in and he'd give me a present, you know, or something, and then he'd go in the room with my mom and cheer her up for a while. He's going to find out who's naughty and nice. And then the doorbell would ring and the next Santa Claus would come and, and he'd give me a present or something or other and he'd go cheer my mom up for a while. He knows when you're away. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. I didn't always understand the presents, but I always found a way to have fun with them. Santa Claus is coming to town. Wait, dude, one year, Santa even brought one of his elves. It's like a goddamn sauna up there. <laughs> I think it was an elf. <sighs> you know what? The memory's kind of blurry for some reason. Merry Christmas. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, I, I hate to break this to you, man, but, but based on the story that you just told me, I think your mother was a prostitute. <laughs> what? Yeah. Come on, man. I'm just saying, based on that story that you just told me, I'm fairly certain that those Santas were running a train on your mom for money. No, dude, they, they would just give my mom money and go in the... Yeah. Chew on that for a second. Let that settle no. in. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Okay, but no, just relax. No. Are you okay? No. Let's get you out of here. No. But Merry Christmas, Mrs. Kelly. No. 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 The elves were making toys For the good Gentile girls And the good Gentile boys When the boss busted in Nearly scared him half to death Had a rifle in his hands And cheap whiskey on his breath From his beard to his boots He was covered with ammo Like a big fat drunk Disgruntled Yuletide Rambo And he smiled as he said With a twinkle in his eye Merry Christmas to all Now you're all gonna die the night Santa went crazy The night Saint Nick went insane Hey What's up, brother? Merry Christmas and ho 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 and all that Merry Christmas? What's Christmas? Today's Festivus, my good man <laughs> the Festivus, Festivus for the rest of us My favorite line, I think, from that episode I know you haven't watched Seinfeld Have you ever seen that episode, though? No, I know about it, though. Season 9, uh, episode 10. Sore. Watch it tonight. When he goes, We have a pole. No tree. I find tinsel distracting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Jerry Stiller, have you ever watched uh, King of Queens? 
course I watched King Kong. He was he's basically great. the same character. Yeah, he's great. He was legit show. the same character. And you think of uh, you think of Seinfeld, you think of him as one of the main people. He was only in like twelve episodes or oh, something wow. like that. It's crazy. Like he, he wasn't a, in a George's, he was only in a handful. He played George's, George's dad. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he was basically the same character on King of Queens, just a little bit toned down. Right. That's cool. Oh, so yeah, I wanted to talk about. Uh, we're gonna have a short episode today because we gave you guys <laughs> almost two hours just a couple of days ago. We went a little crazy, but we wanted to get some Christmas stuff out because we only got a couple of weeks left and. There's a lot of topics and movies and stuff we wanted to discuss. Plus, it was just a busy, busy month for movies in general with Spider-Man and everything coming out. So, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna talk about uh, Nintendo Power. We're gonna give it a little bit of a retro- retrospective tribute to uh, one of the greatest magazines ever created. Um, By far. I know I had a subscription to it. Uh, you, uh, you said that you had picked it up at the newsstands every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, mine was basically whatever because they always had like a guide in the magazine. Yeah. It's like it was based on that usually, or whoever was on the cover, or whatever. It would be like yeah, random, but most months I would get it for a solid, probably from ninety-one to ninety-five-ish, ninety. Yeah, probably into the N sixty-four era. Yeah, yeah, into the uh, yeah. The official guides were great. Um, I remember when Mario Paint came out. I had the official guide for that. And came out with it. Um, There's a few other guides I had. I can't remember. Um, started in nineteen eighty-eight. Lasted 285 issues and ended in December 2012, kind of when the economy went down. It didn't last. Um, first game featured on the cover was Super Mario 2 for the NES. Um, kind of the uh, weirdest Mario game of them all. Well, it wasn't meant to be a Mario game, that's why. Yeah, yeah that's why. Um, it was, basically, what was it? Doshi, Doshi Panic or something like that? Yeah, I don't remember. And uh, yeah. they just basically just changed the sprites and made it a Mario game because the original Mario 2 was too damn hard for us simpletons in America. Yeah, that was... It, it didn't feel like any other Mario game. It was... You, no. you didn't... No. Um, yeah, basically the magazine was just a... Re, it was a review magazine that reviewed games that were going to be coming out just strictly for Nintendo. It was put out by Nintendo. And it had previews of upcoming games and, and reviews and strategy... Had some strategy guides inside the magazine itself, on top of the ones they'd sell separately. Um, so yeah, uh, the last game featured on the cover of the very last uh, magazine was Super Mario Brothers for the Wii U, the new Super Mario Brothers, and the cover was kind of a retrospective uh, remake of the first cover. Um, yeah, and now it's gone, and there's a podcast that took over uh, a couple years back. And I had no idea until I read up read up about it. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, great great magazine. I, I wish I could find the uh, back catalog of it so I could read through them just as for nostalgia. I had, I, I had crates. Have some in my attic. Yeah, I had crates and crates of that shit. But they're yeah. all gone now. Yeah, I, I love that magazine. Between that and um, Wizard World, back in the day, those two magazines were my go-to. And Beckett, I used to get the Becketts when I used to use uh, try to yep. try to price out comic books and trading cards and everything else. So. Do they have a uh, comic book Beckett's? Oh, I have no Well, they had they had it. Or is it uh, like they, the same type of deal, just not called Beckett? Yeah, same type of thing. But I remember I had the Beckett's Beckett is too. the sports company, so it's basically the same thing, just with the Beckett brand. Yeah, I used to have the Beckett's too. I, I can't remember what they were called. Um, yeah. I used to go to Garfield's uh-huh. down near uh, the beach. They had a whole bunch of that shit. Uh, all right. 
gonna jump right into the news again. It's gonna be a short episode. <laughs> and we're only four four days removed from our last one, but there's been some news since then, so we're gonna jump right into it. So yeah, uh, just yesterday, the day before, the official teaser for Doctor Strange leaked or was released online. It was a post-credit scene for No Way Home, but they released it. Um, kind of gave people a chance to rewatch it and watch it and watch it and watch it and try to dissect the thing. Um, one thing that I saw that people noticed, uh, the Marvel logo at the beginning, it begins to fracture, splitting into like like the look of the mirror dimension into different different parts. And there are glimpses of the Sony and Fox Marvel movie studios in that logo from the, in the very beginning. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, yeah, trailer's, trailer's, trailer's good for a teaser. I hear it doesn't tell much of the story for people that kind of have an idea of what's going on in that movie. Um, rumors being that they're going to pretty much explode the multiverse and bring in past IP, past movies from from Marvel into the fold. Could be anything from X-Men, could be Blade, could be anything. Anything they've put out, Marvel's put out in the last 60 years, however long they've been around. So, Looking forward to that, comes out in May, and we're not, I'm not even, I was thinking today, I'm not even sure what the next Marvel product coming out, because they haven't announced a, a premiere date for any new Marvel shows or nothing um, since Hawkeye ended yesterday, so I don't know. Um, I know Moon Knight's coming out soon, and I know Miss um, Marvel's coming out sometime in the next couple few months here. So we'll see what comes out first. But, yeah, if it's as busy as it was this year, I mean, shit, we had we had so much shit come out this year just for Marvel alone. With between the shows and the movies, we had four movies plus I think four or five four or five series. So it was a busy year. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't get anything really the year before, so. Yeah, everything's making up now for everything we we lost that that whole year, twenty twenty. So that's why we're getting all the blockbusters this <laughs> this month and last month and going forward. Yep. We're gonna be seeing at least one one blockbuster that was delayed a month. So um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, I know Sony has officially put out that uh, some of the some of the some of the plot details of the story. Um, we're not going to talk about the big reveals, but, um, I mean, the big thing that was released, spoiler, if you haven't watched, skip the next 10 seconds, uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in the movie. Um, and Marvel wants to bring them back for Secret Wars, and, and it may even be more than that. Um, they may want to bring Mark, Andrew Garfield in for more multiple projects, including so. maybe... Yeah, I mean, he was the best part of that movie. Um, I mean, Tom Holland was... Emotional. That kid acted his ass off. Yes, yeah. But Andrew Garfield was overall the best part of that movie because he was just having fun. He was redeeming himself from the second yeah, was, film of his yeah, that, his franchise. And he was, I mean, he's a, he a diehard Spider-Man fan. I think, I think I heard that he cried, he put on the mask when he was filming the first one. Oh, wow. So, uh... Yeah, he's a huge Spider fan, so I'm sure he was just glad to be back in it and wants to be back in it because originally Sony wanted him to be MCU Spider Man, and MCU decided to cast their own. Yeah, Kevin was happening. Yeah, Kevin Feige didn't want it. Um, Which makes sense, even if yeah. Andrew was really good. 
Yeah, I mean, you got you got a formula. You wanna you wanna try to build on that rather than work on somebody else's material. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it'd be interesting seeing uh, maybe Amazing Spider-Man three, a continuation of his story. Um, either bring bring him into that or bring him into a the Spider-Verse sequel that's coming out, the new animated one. Yep. Um, there's there's rumors of that. Um, I think it would be cool if they did the uh, the Sinister Six Sinister Six movie with him that they talked about, but they used obviously Tombs and whoever else from the Marvel properties, plus Paul Giamatti's awesome Rhino, and uh, <laughs> did that. That'd I want to see. Interesting. I want to see the Rhino that was up in the clouds when the multiverse exploded. Yes. that's what I want to see. Um, yes. So yeah, they're they're saying he's a priority for them, so that'd be great. And and it's been trending on Twitter, make make um, the Amazing Spider-Man three. So fans are campaigning for it. So I, I hope that uh, you know what happened last listening. time. I hope they're listening. You know what happened last time? Yep. Talking to you, Snyder people. Oh, fucking Snyder people. <laughs> the, the thing about Snyder people, like we love we love Marvel, but they have a unnatural, un unhealthy love for Zack Snyder in those movies. Like, it was like after like his third movie, they started having like fan conventions for the guy. And I love Snyder, and I think he films one of the best. I think the way he films is just so perfect for comic book movies. Not every property, but just in general, like he has a good eye yeah. for visuals. And what is really cool on screen, and uh, but it's just these people take it to another extreme. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. We follow we follow a Facebook page. Yeah. That is just ridiculous, oh and the amount of love that they show for him, and and what he's put out so far, and they and they defend everything. I mean, we defend Marvel too, but they he they defend everything that he's put out from yeah from Batman versus Superman on. Or even Man of Steel, they they, they want a sequel so bad. Like they they got so mad too with the James Gunn the Suicide oh, Squad, and I'm like, when Suicide Squad idiots. came out, think about this: is I'm like, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Do you understand that James Gunn is a very good friend of Zack Snyder? And oh, by the way, Zack Snyder owes part of his success to James Gunn because yeah. James Gunn wrote the first movie that Zack Snyder ever did, the remake of of yeah. Um, I, I keep wanting to say The Walking Dead, but the zombie movie. Oh yeah, Dawn um, of the Dead. Yes, yeah. that was written by uh, James Gunn, and then as soon as like the Suicide Squad came out, people were bashing Gunn because it wasn't technically Snyderverse, even though WB has already said Snyderverse is not canon. Hmm. Yeah, those people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember when that movie came out this summer; they were going nuts on there. Like even even though the movie was getting reviewed well and people were loving it, they were bashing it still. It was yep. just the worst movie ever. You know? Yep. There there were stands for uh, Snyder. Um, yeah, with that big moment that happens in Spider Man, um, Amy Pascal said uh, that sacrifice is what's going to give him work within the next film to kind of develop a grounded story for him. Um, Good. And uh, and there's going to be implications for the mystic and cosmic events that happened in the movie and what he's done to the world. And there's also they've also had a full fledged uh, Venom origin and symbiote event that'll probably eventually happen because of what happens in the post credit scene. Yep. So looking forward to that. I mean, you're talking probably three or four years down the road before we actually see some movement on that. But uh, yeah. Um, they're saying that uh, Jamie Foxx may do a solo film, kind of like uh, Morbius and Venom. 
did because he did so well. Yeah. I think uh, out of out of everybody in that movie, out of all the villains, he's the one that kind of surprised me the most. Um, and and William Defoe, but I mean, I think he uh, they, they gave William Defoe's a fine actor though, so that's not a surprise at all. Yeah, yeah Jamie Foxx. So William didn't surprise you. Yeah, it was just yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, Jamie Foxx is okay. Um, Electro to me is just whatever, but the way that they did the character in the Amazing Spider-Man Two was just so bad that. I was just glad that he wasn't like, like that, that. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> at, yeah. All. Yeah. at all. Yeah, they changed it completely. And they didn't really explain, like, why he wasn't a nerd anymore, but that was fine. I mean, it's probably because... Yeah, of, they don't need to explain that. We're good with that. We'll just... Yeah, we're good. Except we'll just move on that he's no yeah, longer we'll take, the nerd. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, the weekend box office for the movie was adjusted on Monday. Uh, before Monday, it was it was said it was like two, $252, 253000000 for the three days, um, it actually went up to two sixty, and it was it was the third best domestic. Now it's the second best, second highest domestic office box office of all time, right behind Endgame. So yeah, movie's huge. People are still seeing it, even with Omicron and the new COVID variant out there. So um, yeah, I don't know how long that's going to last. I know there's mass mandates happening now throughout throughout the states. So. And uh, final MCU news. Um, there's uh, rumors that in the Doctor Strange sequel, um, because of everything that happened in No Way Home, that they want to bring in more cameos and character introductions like they did in, in No Way Home and kind of have those shock value for the fans, basically fan service. Um, and they want to play with alternate versions of the character like Loki and I mean, they've learned a lot from Loki in this in this show of what fans want. So it'd be interesting, interesting to see. I mean, the multiverse is wide open now, so there's so many possibilities of what they could do. And yep. yeah, I mean, and then you're talking a couple months. You got DC doing the same exact thing. So hopefully, we see some. I mean, DC has some great properties in the last uh, in the last I don't know, 30, 40 years, however long the first Superman came out. So. Um. So uh, another geek news, uh, Daisy Ridley was on Jimmy Kimmel Live recently, um, and she was talking about uh, when did she find out uh, when the what was what was the background on Ray, who was her father, and she said it was very very late in the production where they finally came up with the idea of who her parentage was going to be. Um, and it kept changing off and on. Like she thought at the beginning that they were toying with the idea that Obi there was going to be an Obi Wan connection to her to who her parents were. And, um, there was different versions, and then it was at the very end they decided that she was basically a no one, and uh, that Palpatine and all that bullshit that they ended up doing in that movie. I which is like under- the fact that she was a no one, and then they had to change it because people were. I feel like that wasn't even one of the main gripes people had with that movie. Like that was just kind of like there, but. Yeah. I I enjoyed the fact that she was a no one, because like who was Mace Windu, who were all these other Jedi's? Exactly. No, they don't have to tie everything into a Skywalker, a Kenobi, a Palpatine, like just let them be people. Like I just yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we have a lot I of thoughts. Hate that third movie. We have a lot of thoughts on those movies, especially that last one, and I have well, we, I have thoughts on the second one, but and Ryan Johnson, which uh, I know you like, but he's. Uh, God awful. Fair filmmaker, besides Nolan. Yeah, I don't like the loop. I don't like Looper either. So, Looper's one of my favorite movies. Knives Out was okay. 
Knives Out was tremendous. Get the I gotta, fuck out of here. Okay. I gotta watch. I gotta watch it again because I really didn't like it. But and you, as as much as you uh, lament that it's a great movie, I, I gotta watch it again and actually watch it with an open uh, open mind. I guess. Um, had some great actors in it. But. Top three theater experience of my life by far. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see it in the theater. Thank God. All right. Uh, comic book news. Uh, Punisher, because of all the shit that happened with the controversy with the rioters that happened in America, uh, they changed the skull image on his in the comic books to like this weird-looking Call of Duty Black Ops-looking logo now that has like a skull with with horns and fangs. Yeah, and I fucking, saw that. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, another comic book news. Spider-Man. Uh, they gave him they gave him a suit special powers this month um his, his uh, gave him a suit that's able to soar and fly in the sky i mean i'm not into modern comic books but it's kind of weird not have spider-man swinging around on webs but yeah i don't know how i feel about that yeah uh avatar 2 news which we don't really care about but i'm gonna say it anyway um <laughs> the two navi main characters played by sam worthington and um What's her name from uh, Guardians? What the hell's her name? Uh, fuck. Um, Gamora? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's her name in real life? We'll just go with Gamora. It's, we'll go um, with Gamora. Yeah, Sam Worthington and uh, Gamora. Is it Sam Worthington? Yeah, right? Yeah. God, the guy hasn't been around so long, I forgot his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> in 2010, yeah. we thought he had next. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, just, I don't know what the hell happened. He's but been yeah, Avatar sequels for the last eleven years, Ugh. and the movie and the movie's gonna come out next year to a drip at the pan. Nobody's gonna Allegedly. talk about it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, I guess there's a new character that they released. Um, they're gonna have an adopted human son in the movie. They showed a picture of the person. I'm not sure if it was a woman or a man, but um, yeah, I don't know. I like I said before, first movie was okay. It wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't a uh, anything I even remember much about. The only thing I remember is how great the 3D and IMAX was at the time because it was filmed that way. Yeah, that was that might have been the first 3D movie we saw in theaters. It and could 3D have been. was incredible in that. Yeah, then, then 3D went downhill from there. There weren't too many, uh, anything, everything else was produced later on in late, late in production just to have a 3D cut of it. But, uh, last, uh, last news for the week. Uh, HBO Max Batgirl series. Uh, Michael Keaton is going to supposedly reprise his role as Batman in the adaptation. Um, so that'd be interesting. I guess it's set in the same universe. So, so yeah, that's our that's it for news this week. Uh, did you end up watching? Well, you did watch the uh, the uh, Juice World documentary. Yes. Right? Did you? I haven't watched it, but you can give me a review of it. Okay. Maybe, um... maybe it'll get me interested. It's uh, fucking sad. Um, yeah, I kind of figured. Obviously, Juice World was a 21-year-old kid who died, you know, five, six days after he turned 21. Yeah. Um, he always talked about dying young and whatnot. And uh, he was addicted to lean, which is a combination of codeine cough syrup um, and Sprite. And sometimes I think they throw a Jolly Rancher in there to make it taste good. And... Um, you take codeine, it's medicated cough syrup, so you take, like, a spoonful max. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, puts you straight to bed. And, like, lean is, like, you put, like, an ounce of lean in, like, a 20-ounce soda. Um, 
juice rolled by the end was putting four ounces in a canned Sprite. In a 12-ounce soda, he was putting four ounces of it in. Holy shit. Um, Yeah. Um, There's guys there that they interview that... They actually show him making lean multiple times. Um, And he, like, kind of, like, jokes about it. Like, he's, like... Because he constantly raps and sings... So he starts, like, rapping about how he's making his girlfriend um, dark Sprite, which is what they call it sometimes, because it turns the Sprite purple. Mm. Um, and it shows him doing a lot of, a lot of Percocet. I think I sent you the pic of him doing, literally crushing Percocets up on his Nintendo Switch and snorting them. Mm. But at the same time, like, he's, like, talking, to, it's like a five-minute scene, and he's, like, he kind of, he literally, like, nods off. For, like, a good minute. And then he, like, wakes up, and then he goes back to, like, crushing the Percocets. Um, but it also shows, like, how he was just a kid and didn't understand how, like, money works. Like, there's a there's a scene in there where he's, like, recording, and, like, it's between takes or whatever. And he's talking to his buddy, whoever, off-screen, about buying a private plane. <laughs> and he's like, oh, excuse me. He's like, let's just get, like, a G5. And he's like, bro, those are, like, 30 million. And you have to pay a crew to maintain it constantly. He's, he's just like, well, can't we get one from like 2003 used or something? Like, I was looking those up. You get one for like two mil to come to the crew. And his buddy's like, no, it doesn't work that way. Like, and there was another scene where like, he was like an hour away from uh, going to a show or whatever. And he's talking to his girlfriend. He's in his hotel room and. He was like, yeah, we're going to have to be in the city for another hour. And he's like, great, I can play this game. And he sits back on his couch. He starts playing. I think it was like Red Dead Revolver or something like that. Red Dead 2. Redemption. And uh, like he was just, he was literally a fucking kid. Like yeah. a child, a literal child. And I mean, when, like they say, when uh, Polo G was on there and he said, when you've got problems and you start using drugs to get rid of those problems and then overnight you have millions of dollars those problems and drug problems aren't going to go away. You're just going to do more of it because you can afford it now, which yeah. is true. Like a lot of people think that, Oh, he got rich. So his problems were fixed, but that's not the case at all. Um, I also think to a degree he was using his anxiety and his issues, um, as an excuse to do the drugs. Yeah. Cause like a lot of people are like depressed or have anxiety, but they don't take 20 Zans a day and drink lean all day. Like, yeah. So, it's it's uh, it's a very good documentary. It's very interesting because of what it explores, um, and then the the big thing is the end. Is uh, you're like, how did they get all this footage? Whatever. Like, I was like, somebody probably had a camera. That's what I was thinking to myself. And his videographer actually was also his personal assistant, so he was there literally with him all day, every day, videotaping everything he did. And they show them going to the plane. And uh, the videographer is like doing his blog, and you can see Juice World in the background, uh, snorting perks with his girlfriend. And this is after the videographer said that um, he had gone out earlier that day, and there was a whole liter of lean. And Juice World, and he got back to his room after doing all of Juice World's errands, and it was gone. And Allie and Juice were fighting because. Juice was so high, and Ali was trying to get lean out of his life. There was a, a no lean rule. They, he wasn't allowed to basically have it around her and whatnot. Um, 
so like that was really sad they show him on the plane uh right before they take off hmm. um so like we're talking three four hours before he died um and the kid Leroy is there of course that was his like uh it was basically like they ended up becoming brotherly and uh and he was just like and he was 15 at the time and I mean it's just sad for everyone and hmm. the fact that they all pointed out the fact that when the cops because the cops apparently knew there was like drugs on the plane and so the cops started taking everyone off the plane everyone's on the ground in handcuffs except for Allie his girl Juice's girlfriend and Juice who at that point was already in a seizure and mm-hmm. he had blood coming out of his nose and his mouth and the cops wouldn't attend to him until they had everyone in handcuffs mm-hmm. so like there's a lot of weird stuff um I don't think he like a lot of people thought that he took the Percocets um, like on the plane because they were boarding. To me, that doesn't make any sense because they were found with 70 pounds of marijuana. So it's like if you're going to face a charge like that and you have enough money in the world, like a couple of pills isn't going to make a difference. Um, so I think he just, he had done the pills gradually over the course of the day and just still had the bottles with them or whatever. I don't know. Um, the whole situation's kind of sketchy still to this day. It's been two years. So, uh, but yeah, I recommend it. I'd give it a solid three and a half. Um, Juice World fans will probably think it's more of a like if you're a diehard Juice fan because a lot it has a lot of uh, stuff you haven't seen. It's a lot of uh, concert footage, which is really cool. Hmm. Um, so like the diehard Juice fans would probably give it like a four, four and a half. But if you like his H- music, definitely check it out. That's on HBO Max, right? Yeah, HBO okay. Max. It's called Into the Abyss because that's the phrase he and uh, Ski Mask the Slum God. Apparently, is this rapper's name? Fucking names. And, uh, that's you gotta see the outfits this guy wears in the goddamn <laughs> documentary. But uh, yeah, that's the name they came up with when you go you go into the abyss when you're drinking lean, is what is the name they came up with. Wow. And uh, so yeah, it's definitely definitely worth checking out. Highly recommend it. Um, so yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that sometime. Uh, been a busy week with everything going on. So. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, we're gonna bring it up. We were we were gonna review Matrix this week. Um, you yep. watched half. You watched half of it. I watched all of it. Um, we'll, re- yeah. we'll review it. We'll review it next week. We'll get a deep dive. So once you finish it, yep. Um, we we may be joined by a special guest. So yeah, because next week we're going. Look out yeah, for we'll, that. We'll talk about next week a, after a menage the show. pod, so to speak. I'm not sure if we're gonna call it that, but sure. <laughs> I'll call it that. You can call it that. I've read it both ways. Um, <laughs> Come on, so yeah, son. we got a couple of reviews this week uh, together that we things that we've watched. Um, first, we'll talk about the lost Christmas movie, our last lost Christmas Christmas movie of the month. Um, this one is something I haven't seen yet. Uh, you've seen it years ago. Uh, the animated version of The Grinch that came out a couple years ago, directed yes. by Scott Moser of the uh, Scott Clark's, Moser vehicle. Clark's fan. Yep. Yes. Um, um, my uh, this is my. I have a two-year-old nephew. He turns, shit. Does he turn? I think he turns two, in like a week. Yeah. Um, and it's like his very. It's his very movie. They came up from Virginia, uh, yesterday, and he watched it like three times on the ride up, and then watched wow. it when they were here. I mean, it's perfect for a kid his age because. Yeah, it's definitely it's made for modern. It's it's made yeah. for modern kids because I'll I'll give a quick review. I didn't like it at yeah, all. Yeah, I want to hear what you think about it. I didn't. I didn't like it at all. What? I'm such a I'm such a fan of the original short, same, and and how and how 
how it rhymes throughout. It felt like a Dr. Seuss, uh, right. like a Dr. Seuss book put on TV. I mean, it was only a half hour at the time, so you're talking about. I mean, it's just a fucking classic, um, and it's yes. hard to even touch that nostalgia nowadays. And um, I mean, even with the Jim Carrey one, which I wasn't a big fan of either, because um, I mean, Jim Carrey was just chewing scenery, is what he does. But yeah, I mean, he did a good he did a good job as the Grinch, and I'm gonna say it. I I prefer that one over this animated really one. yeah oh yeah see the thing and i don't the even like it's, it's a short story so when you try to stretch out to an hour all and a half yeah, you have to those. fill in so many gaps yeah. and like that's the same issue i had with the jim carrey one i prefer this anime one because like the grinch i feel is a better story told in animation but that's probably also because i grew up we both as we both did on the original cartoon with boris yeah. karloff yeah but i uh obviously i like the original anime one and then i like i like this one which is way tears below, but I still enjoyed this one more than the the Jim Carrey one. Which I mean, I'll watch every now and then at Christmas if it's on. I'll leave it on, but it's not like a go-to movie for me. And either was the animated one that just, that just came out, but I enjoyed it. Like, if I, I had think, to, if I had to choose between the three, I would choose the classic one. I mean, not just because it's a half hour, but just because it's better. Um, yeah, there's no yeah, fat like on. like like you said, it, it did look great. The computer animation has come a long way. Yeah. Um, it looked fantastic. I think Illumination Studios did that. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I miss I miss the rhyming from the Grinch. I mean, fucking mm. Benedict Gumberbatch was good, but I mean, just, I like I, I like yeah, I like the, the iconic shit that happened in that first movie. Um, I think I know they're going for like a full length feature, but it would have been kind of cool if they just pretty much redid the original story in a half an hour short with that animation. They could have done. They could. They could have done this. They could have done the same story, and they could have just extended it. I mean, with all the scenes that were in there, they could have wrote new rhymes. They, they had plenty of writers and how to do poetry for Christ's sakes in the world. They could have done. They could have brought the same stuff in. They could have brought the same. I mean, the only the only good thing I did like about it, it was a quick thing. I mean, the music from the original was still featured in it throughout. Danny Elfman did did the soundtrack, and he sprinkled it in some of the iconic sounds and musical notes from. From the original, he sprinkled it into the main score of the movie. That was decent, but the Tyler Creator Grinch theme remake was god fucking awful. Well, yeah, I, I, I can't understand Tyler Tyler the Creator to begin with, but um, yeah, I, I, I didn't like it. I'm gonna give it a two out of five pineapples. It's no way. It's a two. Two's like an unwatchable movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch. Give it at least a two again. and a half. I'm never gonna watch it again. Yeah, there's plenty of movies I'll ever watch again that I liked. I, I can't. No, I I think I'm gonna stick with two. I, I wasn't. A it's big at least fan. a two and a half. I'm sti- I'm sticking with two. That's where I stick. You say two and a half. Yeah, I'll go two and a half. All right. So yeah, yeah. Disagree. Agree to disagree. That's where we're at. And finally for the week, we're going to review the season finale, series finale of Hawkeye. Did you end up watching it? You must have, right? Yeah, I did. Yep. See, that was the issue is this is just real quick. I have so many people come to my house that like I can't barely get like a half hour to watch something. So like that's why I wasn't able to finish the Matrix. That's why we're pushing it next week, get the Christmas stuff out of the way. And uh, yeah, so I was able to at least watch Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, uh, episode was okay. Um, 
I mean, Marvel, with the last episodes of the series they've been putting out, have not been necessarily lackluster, but they have been um, the weaker part of the whole entire series in a whole. Um, I mean, there are some great moments, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's some epic shit that happens in this episode, but there are some stuff in the prior episodes that was kind of better, except for a couple of key scenes, which we'll talk about. Um, of course, you finally see D'Onofrio as the Kingpin. He's definitely a different Kingpin than Daredevil. He's a fucking beast. Um, and it looks it almost like a fucking super soldier in it. And he's got Kevlar, yeah. like the comics, for a uh, outfit. So arrows weren't going through him, and he was just knocking him off his chest. And... And a fucking car hit him at one point, and he just went through a building, and he walked out perfectly fine. Um, the one thing you, with D'Onofrio, he, the minute you hear his voice, he's perfect for this role. He's just amazing. And and you see him finally donning the cane, the iconic cane from the Kingpin yeah, in the comics. That's the thing that came out with the diamond song with the cane. Yeah. Like, oh yes. <laughs> With the diamond on the top and everything. Oh yep. my god. Um. So yeah. Uh. Definitely not the same Fisk. I mean, he's so goddamn powerful, and and the way he just tore up tore up everything, and he he ends up ripping off a fucking car door. Like in the first, you, you go from you go from ripping someone's head off of the car door in Daredevil to completely ripping the door off the hinges with no problem, just like it was a, just like it was butter. And the knife. So, are we doing spoilers right now? We can do spoilers because people have seen it. It's okay. Um, yeah. Did they fucking kill him off? We'll talk about that. I have a definitive. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. the amount of trick arrows in this show. I mean, holy shit. And and seeing and seeing him actually building the trick arrows and and doing all the scientific shit to get him working. I thought that was fantastic. And then the final the final battle on the skating rink with the tracksuits. When he was doing all the trick arrows was was fantastic. I love that. Um, love the I love the fight between. There's a lot of mini miniature fights throughout the whole entire episode. Um, the first fight was Kate versus Yelena in the elevator. I thought that was great. Um, yep. A lot of I love the banter I, I have from the very beginning between the two of them. I thought it was fantastic. Um, after that, Kate ends up fighting Kingpin. I thought that yep. I thought that battle was great, and Kate's mom great. ends up Kate's mom ends up saving her and running into Kingpin, knocking him into a department store, and Kingpin goes flying through the wall, through the windows, into the department yep. store, and ends up walking out, surviving that, and it's just like holy fuck. Um, Yelena finally gets her confrontation with Clint, kind of teased from the very beginning or from the end of Black Widow the after credit scene because um, she was told that Clint's the one that killed her sister. Um, very emotional. Um, uh, the very end of the fight, um, Clint ends up doing the, uh, the whistle that the, the secret whistle that Yelena and Natasha had together and ends up making her very emotional. And then Clint tells her that, um, that Nat, that Nat sac- sacrificed herself to save the world and, and, and just a very emotional I have a scene. For you. Yeah, what's up? I have a question for you. You're going to talk about the whistle, but you didn't have the sound effect of Make It Whistle from that song. No. This is a quick episode. I didn't have enough time to do sound we'll, effects. We'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I love that scene. Um, and uh, yeah, that was great. Um, 
So yeah, uh, we don't know where these characters are going to be going. Um, uh, we don't know where Yelena is going to be seen. I, I know they're I know they're kind of teasing the remake of Young Avengers and West Coast Avengers and Thunderbolts. So we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and maybe uh, who knows? Um, the Kazi and Echo fight was great. Echo's been fantastic this whole entire series. I mean, it was pretty much a launching off point for her. Because, uh, I mean, they're going to do a solo movie with her. And she'll probably be in the Young Avengers as well. Or inv involved in that new young generation of uh, Avengers and Avengers Are they stories. doing a movie or is it a TV show? It's a TV show on... Uh, so, yeah, okay. we'll probably see. And then we might as well get in right into it. Um, Echo versus Kingpin. Because Echo, uh, Echo ends up killing Kazi, who was the second second like right-hand man to her. Right. Um, in the comics, his name is the Clown, kind of a Joker ripoff. He has the face paint, and he's kind of a sadistic, sadistic maniac type of deal. So after after she kills Kazi, she goes right to she goes right to Kingpin, who actually survives the uh, the big the big uh, fight that she had with Kate, um, and gets away. Um, and she goes right up to Kingpin, point blank range. I mean, at the in the whole entire movie, you're thinking that Kingpin is her uncle and their family and and all of this, but she goes right up to Kingpin at point blank range because she knows that Kingpin is the one that killed her father years ago, and shoots him in the face, or at least that's where it pans off. So you're, you're thinking, well, they're thinking, well, fuck, you bring you bring Kingpin Kingpin back just to kill him off in 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 20 minutes. It's like what the fuck, but comic books. Just a, just a little bit of a spoiler. Comic book had the same storyline. Um, Kingpin King Kingpin gets shot in the face. He ends up surviving. Goes blind. Ah. Goes blind like his arch arch nemesis Daredevil, and ends Who, up getting his okay. eyes repaired. Who's who's more of an arch nemesis than Daredevil or Spider Man? Is it Daredevil? I think Dare, I think Daredevil is his main. I mean, besides okay. Bullseye, he's his main villain. Um, but yeah, I mean you. you you're, you have a you have a blind going against blind, and I, I and I and I know in the comic books he ends up getting his vision repaired with science. I mean now I mean, now the fucking guy is 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 a super soldier. So in oh, this, know. who knows? I mean, they could just have him like blind it's an alternate. In the eye, something like that. Who knows? Exactly, they could, they could do anything. And she could, and maybe he stopped the bullet from. I mean, you yeah. hear a th you hear a thud. I mean, anything could happen. It went off camera, so he probably yeah, survived. It was off screen. They wouldn't. They wouldn't bring him back as iconic as that fucking role was. Just in the just in the twenty five minutes that we had him in this episode. Yeah. They wouldn't bring him back just to kill him. It's impossible. It, yeah. it would be. That's useless. what I was hoping and for. He loves, the end of it. And he loves that role so much. I mean, he's been campaigning for it before Foggy even gave him the call to come back. So. Yeah, um, and I just I uh, I stayed through the uh, the post credits hoping that there'd be a scene of him either uh, lying there we'll, and like we'll, like we'll I was thinking maybe there maybe there'd be a okay before that but like maybe there'd yeah. be a scene of him like on the ground and maybe like looking dead and there might be blood and then like his finger twitches something like that like yeah to show him there's yeah. still life like that would have been kind of cool but that fucking yeah we'll get into it in a minute um the uh, the watch you finally find out the watch was Clint's wife's watch and. Yes. The number 19 on the back of the watch signifies that she was Agent 19 of S.H.I.E.L.D., who is the Mockingbird. Yep. So, we kind of speculated on that, and uh, I'm glad I'm glad it panned out. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if they'll bring Linda Cardellini in to play Mockingbird, or, or either in a flashback, or, I mean, fuck, she could be a Mockingbird la later on in life. So, be interesting to see something like that. The good thing out. about comics and turning them into movies is you can do. you don't have to follow it. 
But you no. can do similar things, change things around. We saw in the Spider-Man trilogy, they didn't yeah. follow it. They did. They they changed things around. It's not Mary Jane. It's Monica Jones. MJ, yeah. I mean, they can do that because why not? Like, and there's even rumors now that uh, in the Batgirl series that it's basically going to be Batman Beyond, but instead of Terry McGinnis, it's going to be her as with older Michael Keaton out of the bat and basically a Batman Beyond thing with her instead of Terry McGinnis. Yeah. That's just a rumor I saw today or yesterday. Yeah, and, and yeah, like you mentioned about the after credit scene, we'll get into it. Uh, there's a couple of problems that I had with it. It's a scene that we had already seen. Um, I mean, it was basically just the whole entire scene of the musical. Um, Which I thought was awful. And it, yeah, because I was, hated that scene the first time. Yeah, and uh, and we, we were all hoping for something. I mean, there's like I said, there's been no news on the next series coming out or anything coming out, even with Hawkeye or Kate. We don't we know just where know they're going to show up. Coming, we just don't have any dates or nothing like that. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's yeah, coming. We just don't know which coming when. I wish that the, the, what would have it, it would have worked if they kind of made made that Rogers the musical scene that they showed at the end credits. It would have worked if they sh- if they connected it to the series that had aired. Like if they if they panned yep. to the audience and shown Elena la- watching laughing her ass off or having some sort of interaction with the play going on, watching Nat up there singing and dancing. I mean, it would have been interesting to see something. But there's no connection. All it was was just a. It was it was just a scene from the from the play that they just wanted to re- reproduce because they had because they had the uh, talent for it. Yeah, it was very very yep. weak. Um, overall, uh, I'm not going to rate the episode. I'm going to rate the whole entire series. Um, <laughs> I'm going to rate the. Uh, <laughs> you're going to te- you're gonna stop texting me in between the episode. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that off air. We, we got. <laughs> um, so, what's your rating on this? Uh, show? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna write the whole entire series. Um, overall, I thought the series was great. Um, I was about to give it an eight out of ten. That's not how we rate. Um, I'm gonna give it a four out of five uh, because I, I I did like um, I did like it a lot. Um, there were some, there were some uh, loose moments, kind of like all the shows have been so far, um, and uh, yeah, there's, I mean, they're getting into the groove of it. I mean, it's only their first year, and if and if No Way Home is any indication of how their future is going to be, they they they're pleasing the fans, and they know what fans want now, especially with this weekly weekly release of Hawkeye. They're seeing the reactions, and they're and especially you, th- you look at Wandavision that came out just a year ago. And the reactions to to speculations every week of what people wanted from that show with just with just the Mephisto of everything. I mean, yep. Marvel's obviously listening. You watch No Way Home; they're listening, and and uh, I, I I know it's in good hands. And hopefully, Kevin Feige never never leaves that hopefully. never leaves that franchise. He is doing Star Wars, so on top of that, supposedly. So yeah, I give it a four out of five. I'm going three and a half out of five. Um, yeah. Reasonable. If it was me personally, like just me, I'd say a three, but I'm giving it the extra half because of everything that you're going to need to know going forward with yes. uh, with Marvel movies in general. Um, and also, I, I I really, really, really enjoyed uh, Kate Bishop. Um, I Hawkeye too, yeah. was good. I enjoyed Hawkeye, which I've never done before in my life. 
Yeah, and I outside thought, and of, I thought you would hear outside, this. Outside of Endgame. Outside of Endgame. Yeah. So maybe this is a new, turning over a new leaf, so to speak. And uh, yeah, Echo maybe was I'll great. Start enjoying Haw- Hawkeye, but uh, Echo was yeah, great in the series. Yep. Um, uh, Kate, D'Onofrio, Elena, D'Onofrio, great acting. There was some. In the whole, there was some. Show. There was some very cringy, cringy dialogue. Yeah. Um, just the Disney show? off the top of my head, in the last episode, is this what we do at Christmas? We arrest our mothers. I was like, Oh yeah, God, yeah, that was awful. Martha, Martha, why'd you say that name, Martha? So oh. I was just like, that's anytime I think of bad dialogue, I go right to that scene. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Snyderverse people, but um. <laughs> Yeah. We should share. We should um, share our podcast on the Snyderverse Facebook page, <laughs> or at least that this, clip. Just <laughs> that clip of our uh, for our hatred for that group. But it's so entertaining. It's so it entertaining. is entertaining. It's entertaining to watch, but not be a part of. <laughs> I don't know. You have a few beers in the middle of the day. You want to pop off with some people, or get into some fights. It's a good time. I know you don't drink. But no. Maybe you could have. You know. Maybe you could splurge and have some caffeine. Maybe a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's it for our Christmas episode. Uh, thank you. I mean, we've only been out for a couple months now, and uh, we have some decent, decent listeners, decent numbers, and I, and I appreciate, and we both appreciate everybody listening that does every week and downloads the episode at least and supports I don't, us. I don't appreciate you. I don't care about you. I don't like you. So th- this is how we lose listeners, Kevin. No, Kevin. No. <laughs> No, thank you. And uh, yeah, like and subscribe Facebook. Next week, um, we are going to talk. We're going to start our Teach Ray Sports segment. We're and the first talk LeBron, motherfucking James. And basically, this segment is you, going. Yeah, I got some things to say. Basically, the segment is going to be you or somebody that we know, friends. Which we may bring somebody on next week. Hopefully, I don't know his opinion on LeBron, so this could be interesting. I It'd be interesting to see. The, yeah. If not, it's a wrong opinion. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but but it's basically going to be you guys teaching me history or sports, taking a topic and teaching me something that I probably know nothing about. And I know you guys are both Boston and New England fans, so it would be interesting to see the dynamic of that. Yes. And, and whoever else we talk about. Absolutely. Um, and also I figured, since you've already seen it, I'll watch it in the next couple of weeks here, um, Space Jam. We'll review Space Jam. No, I haven't seen it. Have we not? We. This I thought you've seen the. LeBron I thought talk. I thought you've seen the second Space Jam. I thought you. Started oh no! I refuse. I, re- I refuse. Oh. Well, guess I what? For the podcast, myself. for the podcast, I we need have to keep to my blood it. pressure low. My doctor's not happy <laughs> with my high blood pressure. That shit will stress me out. I'll be I'll be breaking TV screens by the half well, hour mark. For the podcast, we're gonna watch it. We have a week and a half to watch it, so that's what we're gonna so do. I have to watch Space Jam: A New Legacy. Yes. Damn, wow! Talk about a backfire. I just, I just took the, I just took the air out of your balloon. Holy shit! You just deflated. Wow! wow. <laughs> Merry Christmas, wow. you filthy animal. <laughs> uh, we're gonna review Matrix. I, I did see it. You're halfway through it. Quick reaction. Uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's about how we feel. Um, uh, so far, out of the first hour. That I've seen. How many I've times have you paused it? <laughs> a giant. I have enjoyed <laughs> taking a shit after a meal at Taco Bell more than I did the first 50 minutes of that movie. Wow. Yeah. 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 Not good. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> be, be prepared. It's, it's not a grimace, but yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, uh no, probably isn't. Definitely not. Grimaces are rare. Grimaces are rare. Yeah. 
Uh, I decided to do a throwback next week, so you get plenty of time between now and the next episode. I'm going to do a throwback of In Living Color, because there's a lot of clips I want to pull from that show. Yep. I don't know how uh, I don't know how you did watch it when you were younger, so we'll get into that. Um, video game I've of the seen, week. I had uh, never watched it like religiously, but I've seen it obviously. I did, yeah. Um, so. Video video game of the week. I'm going to do Super Mario Six Golden Coins for the Game Ooh, Boy. Good point. Great good fucking point. game. Great fucking God, game. God, I love that mo- that game. And for our lost no, movie, no, no, I'm looking <laughs> in the notes. No, we're not doing it. No, no. For our yeah, lost Jam- movie, no, no, no. No, you, we have to. Yeah, we have to do a lost no, movie. We, no, we don't have to we do this lost movie. We don't we have, have to do this lost movie because no. we're we're no, doing Mario. We're doing Super Mario Six Golden Coins, so I thought it was fitting that we do the 1990s classic. Oh, you son of a bitch! Video game movie. Son of a bitch! Super Mario Brothers, starring John Leguizamo. <laughs> animated, I mean, uh, animatronic uh, Yoshi, animatronic and puppet uh, Koopas that have these small heads on big, huge bodies. <sighs> a sewer that looks like a real sewer makes you really feel like you're a New Yorker. <laughs> Where do they do they film in New York? Because it doesn't growing look up. Like her. Growing up, I always watched horror movies. We're forgetting to do some some horror movies up in October. Oh yeah, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. I'm like, ah, oh, New York's fucking disgusting. There's like there's like barrels of like toxic ooze just in the streets. And then I found out that they filmed in Toronto, and I said, huh, that makes more sense. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's where we stand. So again, thank you for listening, um, and we will be back after the new year. January 2nd or 3rd, we'll put a, put an episode out. Yes, sir. Happy uh, New Year to everyone, and happy holidays. Happy Festivus. Merry Christmas. Kwanzaa, anything else? Is Kwanzaa this week? No, that's Hanukkah. Uh, it's happy Kwanzaa Hanukkah. is the day. Kwanzaa's the day after Christmas. I that's believe. what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, peace. We will talk to you Later. after the holidays. son what would you like for christmas huh did you fuck my mom what did you fuck my mom what do you mean i uh did you fuck my mom santa claus did you fuck my mom no did you fuck her no did you fuck my fucking mom did you fuck my mom santa yeah! <laughs>